We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My name is Jari Bolander. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into the traits, values, beliefs, and skills of all sorts of entrepreneurs to learn how to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient world. Let's get started. Eleron Barr, welcome to the show. Hi, Jerry. Hi. Nice to, uh, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, Sean Gold got us in connection. The uh, the man, the myth, the legend, as I like to say, because boy, that guy's connected to everyone on the everyone, planet. Everyone. I mean, he even exactly he even high fived Alex Trebek. How cool can that be? Yeah. <laughs> um. So you are the co-founder of Journey, uh, which is a really super interesting company. Um, there's been a lot of talk about you know, folks in the kind of middle age, Gen X, you know, boomers that are sort of retiring or looking for what I like to call their like second or third wave of what, like, what the hell does life mean? Right. Yeah. And you over at journey, uh, help people kind of do that and sort of live sort of life with purpose. I think and right. I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but, uh, before we do all that, as I always like to say, again, I only have one question, pretty simple, right? Uh, tell us how you got to do what you're doing today. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a long, uh, my, my journey. So, yes. um, uh, I think uh, I'm a little bit unusual, uh, unusual in the way I'm doing things uh, since ever. Uh, I am doing a lot of uh, activities. A lot of sport, and I did a couple of Ironmans, I'm flying airplanes, gliders, uh, riding motorcycles around the world, uh, constantly snowboarding, uh, any kind of uh, activities. People usually usually calling it uh, extreme activities. I'm calling it just uh, I'm professional beginner, uh, just doing everything uh, every time something else, uh, challenging myself, uh, living very comfort out of my comfort zone. So uh, I guess I just realized uh, recently, uh, the last couple of years, that um, people are not usually doing it. So people uh, usually living their own life, family, college, family, kids, uh, mortgage, uh, career, but they are not pushing themselves to do things a little bit out of their uh, comfort uh, life, uh, out of the box. Uh, pushing boundaries and 
Uh, I got to the point that just uh, thought maybe you'll uh, help other people to find some purpose, find some uh, uh, meaning or uh, get out of challenging their, their lives, uh, find a new, a new uh, purpose, a new uh, goals. Not necessarily climbing the Himalaya, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, it's, it's a small thing, you know, you're doing a lot of people doing uh, hiking, right? Right, right. Many people. It doesn't matter how old are you. You're doing hiking. But why to not take it a little bit farther? Why not to do it like a, a week hiking? Why to not do it with people uh, like-minded? Uh, how to connect with other people in this age? It's very hard to uh, expand your, uh, your social life in this age. You don't have your friends from college anymore. People busy with their life, kids. So it's 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 uh, it's become to be very challenge for us in a certain age to uh, find a new uh, uh, friends, make a new friends so that like the same things, uh, and that's how we come uh, with this adventure, with this uh, concept. Yeah, yeah. We were talking a little bit before we hit record about how you were on like a five month motorcycle trip through like yeah. Europe, and that's like oh. I guess we're going to find a, found a company like during the trip, which I think is really cool in terms of experiencing like this is what the experiences I want people to do or to have. Um, tell us about that because boy, it must be pretty, uh, yeah, pretty tough to like find found a company while you're on the road on a motorcycle, you know? Yeah, that was really challenging. Uh, the concept came up a little bit earlier, uh, but because everything was uh, really slow uh, with developing and. Uh, setting up all the company, hiring people. So I decided, why to not uh, ship my bike from Manhattan where I'm living to Europe and just doing it while uh, riding? And it's easy to say, easy to say, uh, I start to do that. I ship my bike uh, to uh, Portugal and five and a half months I was riding uh, during the weekends and building the company from scratch, from zero uh, in, the, uh, week, in the weekdays. Uh, hiring people, finding people, building the concept, the strategy with my uh, brother, which is uh, my uh, main co-founder, uh, one of the pillars of the, of the company. And uh, it was really challenging. Everything together. It's on one side, it's the riding and exploring and moving through uh, 18 countries in five and a half uh, months, uh, 90,000 uh, kilometers during crazy rain. Uh, amazing uh, views and come and, and uh, cities uh, meet people uh, that's on one hand and other hand you build a, a company so uh, you build a strategy you build the, the concept you uh, it's a lot of challenge with uh, investors with money and fundraising what kind of fundraising you want you want to do? Uh, what kind of investors you want to uh, bring in? Uh, big investors you want to uh, give more shares now, a little bit less shares. Um, it's a lot of uh, things to do, especially when you're riding a motorcycle during the <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it's it's interesting. I, I like I, I kind of like the whole go off on the journey that you're building. Yeah. You know, like it's. It, it, it's funny because I have a friend who is big into sabbaticals. In fact, I think he, yeah, is he a what, professor at Harvard and he talks about in the entrepreneur program, talks about sabbaticals, like why, or in the business school or something. It's like, why would you have a, someone talk about sabbaticals in a business school, right? But 
his his theory or his hypothesis or whatever you want to call it is that those breaks help you re-energize yourself to go to the next thing. What I find fascinating about your company journey is like, you're right, you know, at a certain age, you know, I'm 50, 52, you know, the amount of friends, they come and go, you know, I mean, it's just part of life, but really having that real experience of like-minded folk of trying to, you know, what's next, right? Um, okay. It's not all about work. It's all about, again, the journey, right? The journey that you're on. I just find it fascinating that you just decide, okay, I'm just going to live it. Like, this is what I, I'm going to build a company that's going to allow people to do this. And I'm just going to do it. I'm going to prove something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, the same with the Iron Man, right? Like, you know, I did an Iron Man too, way back, way back when. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like a 20 hour a week type training. I was like a part-time job. It's like, Everyone's like, why are you doing this? And it's like, because I can't, like you said, right? Because I can't. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. And know, um, I-, I find it fascinating. So, I mean, what, what were some of the lessons as you're, you know, going through um, this, this journey? I mean, you know, you talked about the weather and trying to build the company. But, I mean, what were some of those aha moments? What were the – because uh, uh, the reason I bring this up is a lot of folks that are wanting to start a company, they don't know where to start. They don't know what's their, what's their inspiration. It sounds like this was your inspiration to like, let's go. I think it's come from uh, two different uh, angles. Uh, the first angle came is actually the idea itself. Uh, I think the, the best, uh, the, you know, they say that 90% of the startup uh, doesn't, you know, they are, they are never came up to, to the world. So I think those 10% of the startup uh, coming from a real deep passion, something that really came inside that you, are, you are never gave, gave up. Uh, I, got, I got so many times like, man, this is too big. Like, this is like, it's, kind of, it's like Amazon. Uh, it's like, it's, it's big. How are you going to do that? Uh, we are going to, uh, for a, a huge fundraising, like uh, it's, it's operation. And, uh, and people came, uh, came back and say, investors came back and say, you know, let's start uh, small. Let's do like a small Airbnb. Let's do like a, like a traveling agent. No, I'm going big or I'm going home. And that's, that's really came from a passion for a place that I really believe, not just what I'm doing, that I really got to change something. And if you don't love what you're doing, if you are not totally into it, uh, 100%, 1,000%, believe it, uh, don't do it at all. It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of time. That's uh, that's my approach. Uh, I'm, as I said, I'm from Israel. It's uh, it's called. We are calling it. It's called the the, uh, the startup nation, and I think that's uh, make it a little bit different because we really believe in it and we are going all the way. No no stop. Uh, yeah. Although yeah. not doing it at all. Yeah, it's interesting that it's like. Yeah. The, a lot of the, um, the metaphor people use is, I don't remember it was Ponce de Leon or someone that like they burned the boats. They got to wherever and they just burned the boats and they said, we're, we're in it to win it, right? And it's interesting that mentality. I mean, I, you know, there's certain, <laughs> who knows how much lore that is or whether or not, you know, whatever that, that, that happened. But I, I do like the idea of committing to the journey. Because I, I firmly believe that being an entrepreneur is hard. 
one of the hardest jobs in the world because you're creating something literally from nothing. Right. And that's the hardest thing in the world to do. I mean, it's, I always say we're the creatives of the business world. It's like, it's just hard. But I think it's, not only is it hard, it's extremely rewarding, but I also think that this whole idea of the journey, because it's always fits and starts and zigs and zags and things go wrong. Like, you know, I've been at like six, seven startups. I've lost track. It's like, well, that one went this way and it went that way. But I've always like been stacking up the skills or I've been like leveling up like what I'd be able to do. So I'm just curious if you feel the same way. Like, yeah, you don't know where the future is going to hold, but hey, I generally know I'm kind of going that way and I kind of know this is what I need to do. And hey, if I zig and zag along the way, it'll be fun. You know, I'll, I'll connect my answer to your previous question, which uh, I didn't answer uh, fully. Uh, and then I'm going to connect it with my uh, traveling in Europe now. And you asked me before uh, uh, how it came up together. And uh, it reminded me when I was driving and I was riding uh, up north to North Cup. It's the northest point of uh, Europe uh, during a crazy rain. And, it's, and nobody's there. Everything is dark and the rain going, you know, all the all all directions, and you don't see anything, and you're on a bike and on a motorcycle. And so, in uh, some point, I just ask myself, why? Like, like all my friends watching TV with a beer and legs on the coffee table. So, why in the hell I'm, I'm here? Yeah. And that's that's actually the answers because I think some some the, the people. They love so much what they are doing. They don't care about anything else. It doesn't see anything. It's anything else. It's like, you know, like the horses have this kind of blinders and they just see one thing. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about it. You know, I, I hear everyone's opinion, but I will do it my way. Uh, and that's what happened in my, in my traveling. And that's what happened in my uh, in this company as a co-founder, and that's the way I'm doing things. I'm just uh, pushing it, uh, and it's good to hear other uh, people' opinions and uh, to listen to other people' experience. But in the end of the day, you need to go uh, to go with your feelings, with your stomach, with your passion. Uh, yeah, and, and I think every and every experience and successful entrepreneur will he will tell you the same. Yeah, you'll get a lot of obstacles, uh, a lot of other people' opinions, mostly from people that didn't do anything in their life, um, and you need to find your way to do that. Yeah, everyone has an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's great. Like, have an opinion. I'm totally fine with that. You know, that's like critics. You know, I also write books, right? Most people know that, and you know, reviews have are a real sore spot for me sometimes because. Like you put your entire work, like your passion into this thing and that someone doesn't get it and they give you a bad review and you're kind of like, you didn't get it. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and then, and then you realize, oh, well, it's just it's not so for them. Yeah. It's, it's just not for them. Right. And yeah, having an opinion, tell me that what's, this is crazy. That's crazy. I don't like this. That's great. But I think the, the one quote that I love that's from Teddy Roosevelt and it's about, you know, the man in the arena, right. Or the woman in the arena, like. You got to respect the person that's stepping into the arena and, and try. Like, I have a lot of respect for those that try, even if they fail. I mean, it's such, such a hard thing to kind of put yourself out there. Anyone that publishes anything that creates art, creates a company, like, good on you. Like, yes, it's good to hear the critics, 
because sometimes if you hear like enough, you know, like, oh, I've heard this seven times. Okay, maybe I should pay attention to it. I mean, I'm sure you've had that before. It's like, oh, that's a probably a good, maybe I should not get this out of my skull, right? I, I just find it's, to your point, really, what's the why? Like, what's, what's, in, what's in your heart and in your soul? I think, I think a lot one of the thing is when, when, you're, when you're getting those kind of opinions, you also need to ask yourself, okay, but what I really get from it? So, like, it's something that I can deal with. It's something, you know, if someone telling you, look, I don't see the market, I don't see the potential. Okay, it's one thing. Go again. Don't tell anybody. Go again. Check again the market. Check again the, the opportunity. Check again yeah. the market. But yeah. if someone telling you, oh, man, it's too big, what does it mean too big? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, this, this is not opinion. This is like, yeah, uh, yeah. Is, uh, there's no quantitative measure of too big. Yeah. Well, this is the thing I've been like down the rabbit hole on this thing called category design. There's this great um, substack called Category Pirates. And these, these, these guys are just A plus when it comes to thinking different about marketing. And they're like, hey, define a category of one that you can own and then just crush it. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Just crush your own category, right? right. Completely and utterly counterintuitive to every marketing thing you ever read. And right. I love it because it's like, you're right. You're 100% right. But it takes courage <laughs> to like, just like what you did, it takes courage to be like, no, this is my thing. And yeah. people cannot handle that. And mostly I've, I've found, my opinion, right? mostly I've found, is that those people that criticize or have the too big, they're, it's not jealousy. I think what they're trying to do is just validate their worldview because they really, they can't take the risk you took. They, their mentality is just, I'm going to do the corporate cog thing or whatever it is. And again, hey, if that's you, that's yeah. you. Yeah. But, but respect who I have. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think when I'm getting a lot, uh, some kind of um, uh, response, uh, I'm not sure. It's I'm pretty sure it's actually that it's it's not coming from a bad place. It's coming from sometimes you know from uh, family members. They are not uh, looking for something you know to um, to spoil what I'm doing or to push right. me out of that. Uh, like check it check it again. Are you sure you're doing it? You are not wasting your time. You are not. Maybe you find some normal job, like a normal person. Uh, so I'm not sure it's coming from a bad place, uh, but I think, you know, I got to the age, you said that you're 52, I'm 51, we're almost the same uh, place. Yeah. You're getting to the point that, that you're just doing your own thing, you know, you're following your yeah. own passion, your own uh, journey, uh, you build yourself and you are, you, you, you know when you don't need to, to uh, give up, and when you should give up, sometimes it's just the right thing to do. But sometimes you help people, you know, around you. I'm divorced, so I know uh, what does it mean to be entrepreneur all my life and yeah. build things from scratch. Sometimes, you know, you don't want to do that, but you are covered up to your head with uh, work and tasks and everything. It's come, uh, it's come uh, on other play, other people uh, place. So yeah. So, we need to take it into account. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. I mean, you know, I don't know how many times my family's like, you do what again? <laughs> Can't <laughs> you just again. get a normal, right? Can't you just get a normal job? Well, partly because they're worried about you. I mean, right. I think the whole, like having a spouse is like the best, the best analogy or the best example of this. Like if there's, other than your mom and dad, your spouse has got a pretty high vested interest in your success. So 
Like <laughs> there is going to be some, like, if they're not bought into the fact that you're doing this, these shenanigans, right? Like it's, but, but there's also those dynamics of, are you really, you know, are they in it for the right reason? But I do, I do like that, the thought of, you know, it's feed, feedback, especially on an entrepreneur journey, you know, this whole big market thing. I mean, just think of all the stuff that wasn't a market before it was a market, like a smartphone. Yeah. Who would have thought that you wanted? Oh, the one I love the best that I literally um, was, was the most, most like curmudgeon about like, why do I need a camera on my stupid phone? What is, why would I ever take a picture on my phone? And then it's like, can't not happen. (laughs) Right. Right. That's that's, it's exactly like Facebook. Like if I would tell you like 20 years ago, uh, let's connect with the five thousand people that you don't know, and that will yeah. they, they will be your friends. What? Like, yeah, what that? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, who who would I know? Like the internet or a computer? Like, so yeah. I mean, I get that a lot. I, I mean, well, I when I look at criticism, so when people ask me about their entrepreneur journey, like, hey, when should I quit? Right. I love the analogy of the Iron Man because you know we're both Iron finished in Iron Man, so you sort of know are you. Hurt or you are you injured? So hurt means mentally I'm not get, but if you're injured, like am I really gonna like do permanent damage? So I always think, am I hurt or am I injured? And that to me is do I just need to push a little harder because I'm in a bad spot? I mean, you know, like you can you get bon- you're bonking, you're on the bike or you're like running and you're just like, I just don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> And is it like, okay, do I, I take, <laughs> right? I want to go home. Like, do I take a knee? Do I walk? Do I take some more, you know, cause you, you know, as a, as a, as an endurance athlete, there are moments where your body is literally like, this is the dumbest thing you're doing. And it is, it takes every bit of willpower yeah. to take that next step. And I think for entrepreneurship, it's the same way. It's like, can I just take one more step? Can I make it to the light pole? Can right. I make it to the water station? Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I mean, that was like constantly in my mind. Okay, just another goo packet. Okay, take in another bottle of water because, you know, you just get, you just depleted. So, but that's, exa- just, that's an excellent example, by the way. I never, I never thought about it like that. But yeah, if you make, if you make it to, to the next water station, okay, I done that. Now I can I have enough energy to to keep going, and uh, and that's exactly what entrepreneurs do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just stopping from time to time, doing another uh, fundraising, doing another step, another milestone, and just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know, not all, I mean I don't know how many entrepreneurs are actually you know endurance athletes, but the I always love that kind of analogy because there has been times and. I'm sure in your career as well, where you just like, I just want to quit. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard. You know, my, I don't have enough money. You know, I can't raise funds. I've heard no for the 10 billionth time. You can't get the code done. You know, like all these things. And it's, it's, it's in, when I think about it, I feel like I'm bonking on mile 20 of the marathon. And I literally got to like go back into my own world and be like, okay, what do I got to do this second? And then yeah. when I get past second, what do I get to do in this next minute? And I just, and it's so mentality. So I'm just curious if, yeah. if obviously through this journey, I'm sure there's been struggles. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, first of all, yeah, I feel related to anything you're saying, but, uh, but uh, I will tell you the truth. And I did 
many different projects and uh, positions in my life. In this situation, the specific this situation, uh, our company journey, uh, beside the fact that it's big, uh, I never felt that uh, maybe I should stop or, or stop uh, to, to think about it uh, or check again. We know the market is huge and I know most of the startups in the world are struggling with um, a marketing share, marketing share, and, uh, and mark, sorry, and market share, and, uh, and uh, the opportunity and the numbers. In this situation, all those questions are not relevant. We are targeting a huge uh, uh, marketing. And I, th- I never thought uh, maybe I'm not in the right place. Uh, in fact, we, we got uh, investors in five days. We finished the fundraising. Wow! Uh, yeah, and uh, we are in a good, uh, in a good place with the with the fundraising. Uh, moving to the to the main uh, fundraising now. Um, so yeah, there is a struggling also when you are athlete. You there are struggling's when struggling when you are uh, entrepreneur all the time. Uh, but the question if to stop or not never was part of my uh, daily routine in this uh, company. I did. Before that, I was vice president of a Kabbalah center. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with. It's a huge mm-hmm. organization, almost a billion-dollar organization. And you, are, you, you have a lot of cracking on the way. So you yeah. need to deal with that. You need to deal with the board. You need to deal with the budgeting. It's a lot of uh, things going on. Uh, I think in this situation, we're already there are 21 people in the, in the company, in the in journey. Uh, we are all so committed to the to the process. We are all really feel that we are going to change the way people uh, will retire uh, or people will live their second half of their life. Mm-hmm. So there is no even stop here. There is no. We are not even slow down. If something doesn't go in one way, one way immediately we are tackling it with, from a different way, different angle. Um, so that's a little bit different from this specific situation. I think it's bring up. All, the, all our conversation, uh, when you are getting uh, obstacles, sometimes if you are not sure about what you're doing, it's drag you back. So it's you say, okay, one second, but I already heard seven times you are not in the right place. It's a market, is that? So, but if you really uh, f- uh, feel that you are really going to change something, it's, and there is no question about the market size, so so it's drive you. It's drive you uh, to keep going like uh, like athletes. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm get to the finish line. Doesn't matter, dead uh, or or alive. <laughs> I'm going what's to up? Be- what's up? What's up? Not. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I I think it's really interesting. The it's this commitment to the goal in the in the problem or solving the problem or whatever it is. Like it's not necessarily the um, you know because I, I hear this all the time. Like it's it's not like I'm committed to the product per se i'm committed to the outcome the goal to solve this problem right uh and so that i think is the one thing that if i could tell every entrepreneur it's it's the attitude that you just described it's like yeah. i am passionate about solving this problem i am passionate about this thing yeah. i don't really care how i solve it i'm not in love with my technology i'm not in love, i'm just like this is the thing. And I think that's the, the mindset that it allows you to work through the zigs and the zags. I mean, there's always going to be problems, right? People, yeah. 
don't believe, you know, they'll believe or not. And I will give you a great example to, uh, to what you just said. My previous position, I was the CEO of another startup. We start from uh, nothing. It doesn't matter uh, the, the market itself. I left there when the company made $14.5 million revenue. But I left there because I didn't feel that I'm, I'm doing anything. So it, I was just another company in the market fighting on some share of, from the market, doing some money, maybe more than others or less than others. Nothing, nothing really special. Like nothing drives you wake up in the morning and fight. Uh, and I just left, like, okay, uh, whatever. Wow. <laughs> and uh, when I, and actually this uh, this, this uh, concept came up during the, my time there, and, and uh, I just started to work on that uh, when, I, when I left the, my previous position. And here, I really feel that I'm going to change something. It doesn't matter. It's taking me much more time. My previous position, we already make money. At this point, one year, we already... In, company already exists. My previous position will already make uh, good money, uh, but I'm not afraid. Like I know exactly what I'm going to do, and I know that I'm going to, to really change uh, people's lives. It's, it's bigger than us. So if you, if you wake up in the morning and you feel that what you're doing, it's actually bigger than you, than yourself. So I think it's driving you more than any money or, uh, or position or titles. Uh, that, that's what driving entrepreneurs that's my opinion yeah i think i think you're right i think the the folks that come up with the bigger mission the higher good i, I mean i call it the higher good or the big idea or whatever you want to call it where it's really not about the company you're building it's about the movement you know the, the just this this thing that will live beyond you you know right. um yeah. i actually, actually interviewed my fr a high school friend of mine is a guy named Leland Chi. Um, he works at Lucasfilms. He's the uh, Star Wars, one of the Star Wars experts there. Like, literally, okay. his job is to like understand the entire Star Wars universe. Oh, I'm he's jealous. the keep. Yeah, he's he's keeper of the holocon. It's huge guy. It's crazy, right? He's keeper of the holocon. For anybody that knows that, but he's also something called a lore keeper. And there are people in the world that their job is to keep the lore of a of a world like. Marvel universe, like there's people that like understand the interactions, right? And when we were talking, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurial lessons in, in how Lucas, George Lucas created the, the Star Wars franchise, the industrial light of magic. It's like fascinating to me, right? And I know him, like I went to high school. I mean, we went to junior high together, right? And, um, but the thing that was really fascinating about what he, what he said, he's like, Star Wars will live on after I'm dead because, or where, like, because we built this thing. And he was really proud of that. And I'm like, yeah, what is it that will outlast you? I think it's a very noble goal. I mean, obviously if it's for the good of humanity, but like, yeah, what will outlast you? And I think that mentality, that helps you get through a lot of stuff. That's like, ah, oh, you know, we gotta raise money. Ah, oh, but it's like the greater good. Just so interesting that, that you would put it that way too. I like I like that because it's true. I think, but I'm coming from a different uh, vibe because they said uh, again I need to uh, raise the money. No, I'm doing it uh, really different. Yeah, I need to raise money. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's more like well, of course let's people go. are going to give me money. Yeah, let's go, right? Yeah, well, let's go. If yeah, you let's do it. To, uh, to invest money, it's your problem. Yeah, it's your problem. You'll see me in the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Well, 
And I think the confidence is interesting too. Um, confidence in like the mission, the greater good, the beyond you. I like that. I think that's very important. I also think it's also um, helps with, you know, knowing that it, it's, it's about you, but not about you. And I think, I think that's also critical because a lot of times, especially young entrepreneurs, you know, stuff goes wrong and they take it personal. Like, oh, no right. one wants my, co-. it's like, man, <laughs> this, this, this gig is so hard. People, it, it is rare. It is rare, rare to like hit a unicorn or a Pegasus unicorn or whatever you call it. Like, you know, it's like 1% of funded startups. So you got to be pretty dedicated. And more importantly, there has to be a, you know, a realization that this is a high stakes game. And if you get wrapped up in the high stakes game of the company, oh, if the company fails, whatever, it's going to be hard. But if you get wrapped up in the bigger idea, then you're happy. Even if, hey, I want this to happen. I, I'm going to do it, but I would love for other people to come along for that. So, yeah. Interesting. That's why, that's why I don't think an uh, entrepreneur can be someone that's doing it uh, part-time or after work hours. It, I, I, in, me in person, I never heard about someone that really uh, uh, succeed with something like that, that, that he's doing like a partially like a couple of hours a day. You're all in or you're all, all out. Uh, that's, that's how it works. Uh, and that's what we're doing. Uh, we are we are actually we are working like twenty, sometimes twenty hours a, a day, all of us. And uh, and I think that's the right way. That's the only way to to go. And there is the, there is no short way here. No yeah, way. and and it it's interesting because people talk about work life balance, right? And as an entrepreneur, uh, it's like more like work life harmony because the balance is not there. Like if you're, to your point, you're so passionate about something, it consumes you. And I think more importantly, when you are passionate about something and you need to build it, sometimes you just need to build it. Like I, I, everyone asks me, like, hey, how do you write a book, right? I said, the hardest part about writing a book is getting the first draft up, like what I call draft zero. The reason why it's so important, so powerful to get draft zero done is because it's your idea on the page it now lives somewhere and people procrastinate and they have this idea of it has to be perfect, right? Yeah. And it's just like, no, man, just get the idea on the ground. Like get it on the page, right? And I've found that with entrepreneurs, they just like, I got to get this done. Like the, 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 there's a drive, like it's in, it's in the soul. It's like, no, this, this has to happen. Like, and you know, you take breaks when you take breaks, I think. But I don't think, I don't, I think there's a lot of, how do you do the balance when I think it's more the harmony? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I'm doing the balance sometimes when I, when I feel that I'm overwhelmed and there's and too many things going on at the same time. And you know, you have employees and you have uh, uh, investors behind you and you need to do that and you need to do that. Sometimes I totally disconnected for, for one or two hours, not telling anybody, doing something totally not relevant, like totally. In the middle of the day, just going to the beach, going something, reading a book. In the middle of the day, everything girl calling. I'm not. I'm not working in ER. So you know, if something happened, I will deal with that in one hour, uh, not a week. So I know how to when I when it's came to the place that you need to balance yourself, to not go crazy, to not crack, to not uh, uh, a break. 
you need to find your own uh, sweet spot where to get back to your uh, normal, to the to your uh, to your uh, uh, comfort zone. And everyone have a different uh, different place. Maybe uh, maybe uh, someone else will say I need a weekend for that. I don't know, but for me. In the middle of the day, I just disconnect myself. Not every day, but when it's came to really overwhelm, I just disconnect myself for to one hour, one hour doing totally different subject. Watch movie in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I think that's, that's, you got to find your, I, I call it the taking a knee, right? Like, you know, if you're ever in sports, it's like take a knee and let's like think about this. And I have a hard time with what you just said, because I like tend to like work a lot. And I'm trying to get into the more than mindset of like, look, I got to take a knee. Like, what is it that is going to recharge me, get me back to baseline? And and what I've found, and I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, just have better ideas. Like when I disconnect, take a knee or walk around or think about something, read a book or whatever, I just come back refreshed in a way that's like, oh yeah, I can fix this now. Yeah, let's just make yeah. it. So, I'm just curious if that's that's what you feel. That's how it works for you. Yeah, it's probably the same the same result with different way. Uh, you know, people doing uh, retreats, people doing uh, other things, just disconnect themselves. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we do. We're doing the same. Uh, the same. Uh, uh, we're getting to the same result from different angles. What I'm doing, if I need to do like a one hour disconnect myself, it's exactly like you just. Quote, just let's focus on something else. Let, uh, let's uh, let's tackle it from different angles. Uh, yeah. but, but you cannot do that if you are just keep thinking about it and say, okay, you know what, let's crack it. And I'm using a lot of uh, my sports uh, time. Uh, if I'm going out in the morning for running uh, two hours, so I'm very rarely taking music with me because I'm using, I'm using the time to deal with things, to do those thoughts uh, and connect to the problems. If I feel that I'm not getting to the right uh, solutions, I'm just putting it aside, doing the running. And I start to think uh, about something else, other subject, other, other items, other tasks. And you say, sometimes I'm, can, I'm coming back uh, with the beautiful ideas and just doing, uh, and just, uh, doing what, I, what, I, what I feel that I need to, uh, uh, to do. And sometimes you don't, but, uh, but miss you, you at the time, your, uh, quality time with yourself, silence without, uh, without a phone, emails, other, uh, interruptions and just deal with the, with the task. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's, that's my, my way. Yeah. It's almost the same. Like, like you described. Yeah. yeah it's like an integration of the, of the yeah, issue. Right. Like I always think about integration time as you know, reflection and thought provoking. Like I sometimes meditate. I'm really bad at it. I should do it. More. <laughs> um, you know, like there's times I'll take a nap because like I need to process it. So I know when I'm at the point where processing is getting really bogged down and I'm like, I got to stop because, right. and, and I normally would just push through that when I was younger. And I found that if I don't reset or don't integrate or don't take a break, I get pushed over the edge so far that I just latch up and I can't come back. Right. Um, and this, this is, I think, age <laughs> as well as just like, you know, what do I got to prove sometimes? Like, I just need to take a break, you know? But I, I think that's the one 
thing that endurance athletics has taught me. Hey, sometimes walk a little bit. Sometimes, you know, like take, take the time, do an assessment. Hey, do I feel okay? You know, how am I feeling? You know, there, there's lots of that type of thing that I think is super important that especially when you're younger, you don't, you just think, oh, I just got to work, 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 work. And hey, sometimes you do. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes, sometimes you should. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you should because you don't know what you're doing. Like you're making something from nothing. Who knows how to do this? I don't know. Okay. Let's go figure it out. Um, but I, I like that. I like, I like the, just like the idea of taking the, taking the knee, taking the time. I'm working on this. It's hard for me, but it's, yeah, I'm glad to hear that it's like another thing that you've done as well. Like it's, yeah, it's this reinforcement of, oh yeah, I think I'm on the right track. Again, what do I, <laughs> you know, I just got on a podcast <laughs> trying to figure it out just like everyone else. Right. And you know, sometimes I'm also offering it to my employees, the people that's working with me, not always my employees, sometimes co-workers, you know, uh, if you don't have answers, if you don't have solution, maybe you need to give it a little bit of time. You don't have to have the answer, the answer right now. You can, you can wait two hours, just do something else and just come back to the, to the situation, come back to the task from, from with a fresh angle, with a fresh uh, thought. Um, and I think, you know, if we need to, to take something from this conversation for, for uh, a new entrepreneur, so I think that's one of the most important uh, things, how to balance your uh, time, your effort, your thoughts, and uh, get the maximum for that. Yeah, no, I agree. And great place to end. Appreciate your great time. Place. It's yeah. fantastic. Good luck with journey on your journey with journey. Uh, how cool is that? Ha ha ha. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, stay safe and uh, looking forward to seeing where it goes. Thank you very much, Jerry. And uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur Ethos podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it. My hope is that you learn something that can make you a little bit better. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with friends and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also join my email list by visiting theentrepreneurethos.com to get my thoughts on what I'm doing to get better, as well as what I'm working on. You can also pick up my book, The Entrepreneur Ethos, if you want to learn the traits, values, and beliefs that I think we need to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient entrepreneur and frankly, world community. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at The Daily MBA and let me know if you have any questions or recommendations for a guest you'd like me to talk to. Also, drop me a note if you try anything we talked about on this or any other episode. I'd love to hear what's working for you. Until next time, keep getting better.